Warning, the Happy Ending Pod shows a couple of guys with microphones and a computer consuming copious amounts of alcohol and who say anything about anyone and everything they feel like. It is all in fun, not to be taken seriously. We don't own the rights to any music playing during our broadcast. Thank you, and enjoy. This has gone so far off the rails. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, on your I guess. Oh! No! Oh no! I don't know how to use this. It's a white people probing the unknownable. Yes. Well, there's good English, dickheads. I enjoy Grandma's Mickey, the, the banana. I'm sure you do. Bocce ball. Granny had no teeth. Fuck you! I never brush my fucking teeth. I beat my instrument. I don't know if I'll do it on air. <laughs> no, I think it should just be an hour of us tuning, and then it's like, thank you, and. <laughs> Nail biter. <laughs> That's the word I was looking for. Thank you. I couldn't quite put my finger on it. <laughs> I'm, so glad. I'm glad you got to it. Nail biter. That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> I, I was thinking knee slapper, but I was like, nah, that's not the right word. What's the right word? Nail biter. Ah, that's it. Ah, that's it. Yeah. Nail biter. Nail biter. You didn't have to do a whole lot to get geared for us, lady. <laughs> you're beautiful enough. Um, all right, real quick. Thank you. Uh, real quick. You're welcome. Um, cause you're, I'm listening. Can you hear Is that it? me? Yeah. Oh. You're, can you hear it? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Happy Ending Pod Show. I'm Grant. I'm B3. And folks, the fantastic, the gorgeous, the beautiful, the militant, the incomparable Stormy Mai is with us. Back on the Happy Ending Pod Show, we didn't think it would ever happen. No one wants to talk to us. No, I'm kidding. You didn't ask me. Of course I asked. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Uh, no. You know, we. I am going to turn it down a little bit to hear myself. We, uh, you know, we don't like to harass people, but we would have you back on once a Why? month. Why? You should have, I think that's what you guys should do. I think you should harass people. Well, like we got a, um, Sophia Vergara gave us a, a cease and desist letter. Uh, <laughs> Wait, she did? No, I'm kidding. No, no, no. No, no. no that's what it is. <laughs> so how are you? You should harass people. I think that's a good thing. Um... Sure. Well, <laughs> we've been doing this for uh, a, a year and a half, and Stormy, I have to say, you um, took our uh, interview virginity a year and over a year ago. I'm so dirty. It, that's why I did that's, it. <laughs> it, was, it was completely accidental. Yeah. It, wasn't, it wasn't meant that way at all. That was for 2050 or another movie? No, that was for Hustlers by Dumb Luck. <laughs> yeah, you, you, we, uh, we didn't know you were coming out in Hustlers. You just had a song come out. Oh, fake ass titties was coming out. 
<laughs> and and oh no, you are. You also had your book come out. Your uh, um, you had the book come out too, where your your nudes and stuff. It's a very tasteful book. Don't you remember any of this stuff? You did it. I know. I remember. I just don't remember the interviews. I don't remember what I okay. talked about. Okay. Well, um, like I thought. I thought it was for 2050. I thought it was for like the other. I thought it was like for that other movie I did. I don't know. It was so long ago. Yeah, it was over a year. Yeah. I haven't seen that long ago, but it was a long ago when I'm calculating all the other stuff that I had going on, all the other interviews and stuff. Because. Um, well, you you do a lot. Yeah, I try. You're constantly doing something, <laughs> releasing something, involved with something. You're very busy. Um, but when we first spoke with you, you uh, you were you just informed us that you were in Hustlers, which we didn't even know was coming out or anything like that. And then uh, we finished the episode in, uh, uh, with the actual history behind the movie. Um, so oh, got, yeah, I remember. Yeah. So it, it got it got a lot of hits, and people were all also very surprised that there was it actually happened. Um, so it was, it was a good, it was oh, a good it was a story. Yeah. It was yeah. A good story. But yeah, I remember, uh, he and I were tanked at like two in the morning when oh. we had you on the phone. <laughs> oh, character. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I remember now. So, and you were literally our first, uh, we've done interviews in house and studio, but you were our first celebrity interview. Celebrity. Celebrity. I didn't know anybody else in that movie called us. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say celebrity. I would say a popularish person, but popularish. <laughs> Pop culture icon. No, like, <laughs> like popular high school. Like the girl is popular in high school. Like that's like the level. Really, you think only? But you've made you you made yourself. I wouldn't say celebrity. That celebrity seems kind of like vain. Okay. Rising star. Rising talent. There you go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because people like tell me that like people uh, come in my DMs and like say I'll answer them like oh my god you're the only celebrity that's ever answered me and I'm like what the fuck is this word y'all using like that it's just not nah, what am I like, F list or some shit like. Like, I don't want to be a celebrity until I'm at least, like, a C-list. So. Okay, okay. Fair enough. I feel, like I'm, it's like, I feel like I'm trying too hard if I'm like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, that word is too much. Well, I mean, I think there's a difference because you are, you do a lot. You have a bunch of music out. You have a bunch of movies and stuff like that. You do, you do what you want to do. So at a certain level, that's your celebrity. I guess so. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's the word. Just when I think of celebrity, I think of like Beyonce. You know? <laughs> yeah, I agree. So, yeah, that's that's what I think of. I think of celebrity. I think of like Beyonce. I think of like J Lo. I think of you know. I think of like that type of status. But I guess there's levels to this shit. There is. There. there, there that's because yeah, yeah, we're scraping the gutter. <laughs> we are at the bottom level. <laughs> No, and I didn't mean that by talking to you, by the way. She, I saw her face. I hope that's not what no, she said. No, I hope she didn't take it that way. <laughs> She's still talking nah. to us, so she didn't take it that way, thankfully. That's not what nah. I meant. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Thanks for being here. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that's cool that you talked to me during house That's fire, then. Okay, great. Then I'm not that different from then. Great. <laughs> Our birthday cake came out, right? Birthday cake came out yesterday. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry. 
song is funny. It, it, it is. I, we, that's what we were just playing in the background. Um, is that the what's the video now? I saw you uh, the the kitchen video with everybody. That's pick me. Pick me. Okay. You know what a kick me is, right? No. Please explain. Stop lying. You know what a pick me is. Are you, are you, you're not saying pick me. You're saying pig me? Pick me. Pick, you know what a pick, pick. me is? No, no. It's, a, it's something that you... It's like a... Um, it's a noun. Okay. Not really like... It's not like... Oh, it's not like... Uh, like, oh, pick me. It's like, it's like something that you call somebody. Yeah, okay, I gotta explain to you. I thought you guys were fucking pulling my leg. No, I'm assuming it's like somebody who's trying to get the attention. Yeah, I mean, it's a, and so basically, I'm sure you guys, I mean, I'm gonna assume you guys heard my song Black Man Magic. Yes. And um, so I made Black Man Magic, and the, a lot of the response I had to it was people calling me a pick me. Like, a lot of girls were like, oh, you're a pick me, which means like you're a woman who. Is it is you're you try really hard to get men to pay attention to you. You're you're like trying really hard um, to get men to approve of you, and so they'll call you a pick me. Like oh you know, and usually those are women that like cook, clean, like I guess cater to men, you know. Um, and so like that was a big response I had got from people like oh you're pandering for black dick, and <laughs> this is actual comments that I got. Wow. And I thought it was hilarious. And see, I have a fucking six sense of humor so when people like make fun of me mm-hmm. and diss me like i um i flip it so i was like oh, okay fuck it like i'm gonna pick me like okay great so i made it a song yeah and so okay. in the song um what's funny is i actually am kind of like old school with it i really do believe in cooking for your man cleaning for your man okay. like taking i actually do believe in that and um that's how i was raised with my grandma so my grandma always raised me like you know women take care of the house and stuff you know and, um, so I was like, fuck it, like, so I made a song, Pick Me, and it's all about, like, basically being wifey type, you know, having that good coochie-coochie to get some coming back, cooking and cleaning for your man to make some come back, you know, basically, you know, I, I spun it, so that video is Pick Me, and I got a bunch of badass bitches, and I got us all cooking and cleaning, yeah. in lingerie, you know, kind of like a fantasy, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and, uh, Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I've never heard the term before. So. No, I haven't heard the term, but I, yeah, and uh, it makes I, sense. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So instead of like, he was, oh, you're such a pick me. You're such a pick me. So I was like, fuck it, it's a song. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I always figured, you know, my wife make dinner and everything. She's dessert later. Tell I look it, at it. It's this generation, man. Like <laughs> this, my generation. You know, my generation's like that. Like, because they think that. In order to be like a feminist or pro female, whatever that that means to like hate men, or it means to like you can't play that role. You know what I'm saying? And I understand that that's not true. Mm. Like you can like when I say I'm pro female or feminist or whatever like that, it's literally just for basic human rights, it's for reproductive rights, that type of shit. You know, um, and also just like you know, in general, getting like women to have certain respects, like you know, fighting against rape culture, that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's nothing to do with a woman cooking and cleaning for her man, or even if a woman wants to be a housewife. Like, I don't see anything wrong with that. I don't think there's anything degrading about that. But a lot of girls nowadays think that that's degrading, or they think that it's, um, you know, beneath them to cater to a man. And I just think that's fucking bullshit. Because if you have a good man in your life who treats you right, yeah. I don't think wrong with, you know, treating him like a king. Like, you know, that's just my opinion. So. Yeah, it's, it, and it should go both ways. If you're treating, <laughs> treating him like a king... 
He should be treating you like a queen. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right? I mean, exactly. There's nothing, wrong with, there's nothing wrong with taking care of your man. There's nothing wrong with making sure he's fed. And Like my man, you know, I've been with my man for almost two years now. And I cook for him, clean for him. I do his hair. You know, I just help take care of his health and everything. And before that, I was married um, for five years. And I played that role as well. And uh, I like to play that role as wifey. So, yeah. Oh, that's, that's good. <laughs> Uh, do you write your own, all your own lyrics? You write all the songs. Yes, yes I write everything hundred percent. Okay, and then your boyfriend does he do, he does the beats and everything. Yes, yeah, so my boyfriend's my producer slash manager, and he's always cooking up beats for me, and then he sends them to me, and I make them, in, you know, make it a song. So he's we we've developed a, a dope sound together. Like when I first got into music, around the time that we first talked, yeah. I was doing like fake ass titties and all this other random shit. I was just having fun with it. Like, I was just trying to, I was just, like, having fun with it. I was, like, figuring out my sound. Like, I was, okay, let me use this crazy beat and this beat. And, you know, I was making songs about everything. But in the past year, I've really developed, like, the direction I'm going in, the sound I'm going for, and everything's a lot more organized. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I now know exactly what I want. He makes speak specifically to that sound now. I'm like, okay, I only want to do fast beats. I only want to do club dance type beats i want to do positive upbeat music and so i've, I've been more organized it's a better feeling so yeah uh, you know what's impressive <laughs> is that you said the same thing that we've been going through okay uh, when we when we first started to talk to you we were uh still a mess um we're still a mess, but we're a better, better organized we're, mess. Yeah, we're, a, we're a tidier mess. <laughs> we, uh, yeah, so, and, and you've come a long way, uh, as have we, in such a short amount of time. Um, so yeah. that, that's pretty cool, actually, that we've gotten to do that together in different ways. Now, granted, we, yeah, look at us and then look at you. It's, 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 it's <laughs> I mean, it's two different lanes. I mean, like, it is, you're right. It's hard, yeah. like what you're doing, because you, you rely heavily on other people and other people, like, participating and you know collaborating versus like i'm you know pretty much just do things myself mm -hmm. and have my producer but it's 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 different when you have to depend on people it's it's harder it's harder do you um what was i gonna ask you did you when you're coming up with the lyrics do you i mean how easy is that for you do you just do you, do you, <laughs> do you take stuff from people um, that are sending to you like you said you wrote pick me because of the people that were in your DMs, blowing your shit up. Did you take stuff that they said to you? And and like you it said, you said you DMs, flipped. It was blogs. It was blogs. But, um, okay. It was blogs and tweets. So I, I was like attacked on Twitter. Um, people were like sharing my song and like uh, you know how on Twitter you can write captions. And yeah. Shit, so people were, like saying really fucked up things. And then look, there's a couple blogs that had uh, posted them. Not like hip-hop blogs like those drama blogs the ones that talk shit yeah. and i typically don't google myself because i feel like um you're always gonna find shit you don't like and i've stopped doing that but uh i was curious about the response to the song so i was like oh you know i kind of wanted to see if any blogs picked it up and i wanted to see the reception of it so i, I saw a lot of negative stuff but i won't google it anymore now because i'm like i'm good but um it's pretty easy because um, it depends on what stage I'm in. Like, when I first started making music, I was just all over the place. I was just kind of, like, writing a bunch of things that were on my mind. Because before I got into music, I was just modeling, doing acting. Mm -hmm. And I felt like I never had a voice. I'm either playing a character or I'm just this physical thing. 
So I didn't really have a, a way to vocalize my thoughts, my feelings, stuff like that. So when I first got into music, I was just like just saying all types of wild shit. Like I was just getting it all out. Like, yeah. you know, it was really angry music. A lot of it was just like loud and, you know, me just going off and just, just, you know, just getting it out of my system. And now I'm in a more level-headed, more, um, you know, organized space because I'm just pulling from my life now, and I'm, I'm I found a way to do it in a in a good way. You know, I'm not like, angry with it. So even if I'm talking about something that maybe made me angry in the past, I found a way to kind of make it fun and catchy, and not make it depressing, or not make it angry, or not make it offensive. You know, you know, some people find anything offensive nowadays, but. Uh, before I was just like shut the fuck. I had a song like shut the yep, fuck up, yep. and I had songs like they were just cussing people out. Yeah. And now I've found a way to make it fun and and not be like fuck you, fuck you. So it's pretty easy because now I'm just pulling a lot from my past life, and I'll exaggerate maybe a little bit. Like I used to be a sex worker, and I say sex worker just to cover like um, multiple lanes of stuff. I used to be a stripper, escort, dominatrix, like fetish work. And, you know, stuff like that. So, and like sugar baby, kind of like a sugar baby. So I basically like pull from those experiences and I write a lot of songs around it. But, I, you know, I might do little tiny exaggerations, but it's pretty much accurate. And like like daddy issues mm-hmm. is kind of around that sugar daddy stages that I've had, um, you know, and I'll, I'll kind of like play around with my past, basically. Like, I'm like, I was a stripper. I was in the club. So making music like birthday cake that's like really stripperish. Yeah. That's easy because I actually lived that life. And a lot of these female rappers, they rap about that stuff. A lot of them haven't even experienced yeah. it. It's just like fantasy. But I actually have. So I'm just like, fuck it. I'm going to write about the shit I actually saw in the club. Write about the shit I actually experienced. And when it comes to like my pro-black songs, like Black Man Magic and Afro Puff, Afro Nafa type of stuff. Um, you know, that's pulled from my identity and things like that. So I have different parts in me that I can pull from, you know, my experience as a black woman, my experience as just a woman, my experience being a sex worker, my experience with this or that. And I just put it in my music and I write it myself. And I have a lot of offers for people to write for me. And uh, I say no, mostly because I don't feel like anybody could write for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I Number one, I'm trying to prove myself as an artist because the first thing people want to do, especially with female artists, is discredit you because they're like, oh, all these Instagram bitches are becoming rappers, right? So they automatically want to take away from you that you have the ability to write for yourself or produce for yourself, et cetera, et cetera. So that's one part of me I want to keep just so that I can, like, just have it, you know what I'm saying? Like, just so people can't take that from me. Like, oh, you can't even write your shit. So I like to write it. Even if it's not the best in the world, I'd rather write it myself and develop it over time. You know what I'm saying? And um, it's my words and that's my soul. And uh, there's truth in my shit. So, <laughs> yeah. That's part of the, That's okay. That's part of the learning experience, though. Yeah. Because you, you're having fun doing it. And you said you changed up how you were angry at first, kind of. You were like, And when we first talked, you brought up militant. And, and then it, now yeah. you're having fun. You're doing what you want to do. So if somebody tried to write for you, it wouldn't be you. It, it, you know, yeah. it, it, that's, I mean, that's the whole point of me doing it. Like I said, like acting and modeling and all other shit I did in the past. It's like I'm already taking other people's words or other people's visions. So this is mine. And, you know, I'm still militant in, in the mindset, but I just learned a way to deliver it in a more pleasing way. Mm-hmm. You know, even though people got offended from Black Man Magic, in no way, shape, or form is the song actually offensive. The song isn't saying anything offensive. The song isn't 
you know. No, it's, it's supposed it's to be. It's a song. Uh, it's a positive song towards black men. Yeah, but you know, some people like they get offended, they feel excluded, that type of shit. But back in the day, if this was like a year ago, it'd be a different song. Yeah. So I've learned how to take it and make like, more anthems and happy shit. Yeah. You know. It, yeah. <laughs> I, well, people are just looking for an excuse to get offended with stuff today, though. Oh my god, people, I had such crazy reception for that song, like, people were coming at me, like, even black people, like, everyone came for me, it didn't matter, like, what race, like, um, I got called racist by white people, and then by women, black women specifically, that they're the ones who called me, pick me, said, yeah. oh, black men don't deserve this song, and there's a lot of, like, anger from black women about the song, um, because there's, like, unfortunately... Uh, a big civil war between black men and black women, especially in the past year or two. And um, so there was a lot of anger there. And then when the music video came out, a lot of black men were offended because I had shows like really buff and shaped black men. And, you know, everyone's in their feelings like, oh, why didn't you hire some fat dudes or some skinny dudes or, so you know they, what I mean? And, and they wanted you to represent all black men. Yeah, but it's Black Man Magic, yeah. not Black Man from the Bodega, so... I mean, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, my God. <laughs> That's it's funny. It's still a music video, end of the day. It's still a music video. You well, know, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, you know. Uh, you don't... <laughs> You don't see too many frumpies in the rap videos guys are doing. You know what I mean? No. Yeah. Let's keep it real. No one's going to want to watch it. And this is not just saying women. I mean, like, even men. Because men like to look at men that they also aspire to look at. Like, men no, I, look at I blocked them out. They like the rock for a reason, right? Like, you sure. know? <laughs> He's entertaining. <laughs> yeah, because it's like, it's, it's, you know, it's inspiring, you know, as a man, you know, you look at that, you're like, oh, that's cool. Like, I want to, I want to be that. Like, and you, when you listen to Black Man Magic, you're like, yeah, I want to, you're in the gym listening to the song. Like, you have that vision in your head of, of greatness that you want to be at. And, you know, for women, it's like fantasy. And yeah. in the day, it's like, those guys are models. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. A lot of the regular guys aren't, so. Yeah, um, <laughs> you, yeah, your song was getting played on radio stations, New York. Yeah, High 97, Sirius XM, Shade 45. It got played in um, England, like BB, BBC uh, One, they picked it up. Oh, wow. And uh, what the frick is that other station? Um, I think, I said High 97 already. I don't know, some of those other ones. But yeah, yeah it got picked up by the radio station, and I was happy. So. <laughs> now, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that's what you want. That's great. Um, now, I know you had an issue with uh, Pharrell for a little there. Oh my god! Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, um, no personal beef, you know. I have no problem with him. Uh, I think he's great, and I would like to work with him in the future if it's ever possible. But I was a little upset because I'm a fully independent artist. Yeah, uh, I have no label. Even though a lot of people are shocked. Like a lot of people think that I have like an independent label or yeah. something, you know. And we just discussed it. It's you and your boyfriend. That's it. It's just you two. It's just me and my boyfriend, yeah, really. And people are shocked. Like, they're like, oh, they think I have... Just girls who are doing a little bit less than me are, are a little bit less in status, and they still have bigger teams. Like, they might have cooperation. Yeah. And uh, I literally... It's just me and my man, and we do everything ourselves. And every now and then, like, birthday cake, we'll bring an outside producer, the outside producer and stuff. Um, but 
the problem I have with that is, like I said, I'm fully independent, which means that even getting on the radio or, or anything is all just my effort. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So it's like a lot of work for me. And I spent thousands on marketing. Even for Black Man Magic, like I spent like $10,000 the first month in marketing, like out of my own pocket, like like the cost for Spotify ads, Facebook ads, Instagram ads, wow. you know, YouTube ads. Like I spent a lot of money. And a lot of people don't, they don't really see the money yeah. after it goes behind it. And if I was a record label, they see the same thing. They'd be doing the same thing yeah, I'm doing, yeah. you know, maybe at a bigger level, but it's the gist of it. So they when a bigger artist comes and let's say take something from me like that, because, um, you know, basically I have Batman Magic and, you know, Joe Budding picked yeah. it up and put it on his podcast and was playing at like almost every single episode. And as we know, he gets millions of yeah. listeners and everything. And he had a lot of big boys that listen to him and yeah. it was kind of suspicious to me that like literally a month later to come out with entrepreneur but the main marketing is black man black man black man black man and, you know that got advertisements in times square to say black man over and over again and um it's not like i had a problem with a black man making a black man song it was just the fact that it seemed really weird that it happened immediately after mine dropped after it got played on the radio after joe budden had played it and even Joe Budden had called it out on his podcast and was like, this is a clear bite. And I thought it was crazy at first because people were like tagging me like, oh my God, like, you know, he took your song, he took your song. And this is my fans and followers saying this, like I hadn't even listened to it yet. And I kind of disregarded it because I looked at the title of the song and I was like, that doesn't really sound like it's the same type of song, you know, it's called Entrepreneur. And um, then I, you know, people kept tagging me and then Joe Budden had put the video up and he was just like, yeah, like this is a clear bite. He took her song. Like she said, go black man, go black man, go black man, go black man. And then he comes out with black man, black man, black man, like almost like very similar to the same melody yeah. and same type of chant. Yeah. And I was just like, that is kind of weird. Like it's only a month later. And then you didn't even call the song that you just, but you made sure that was the main marketing yeah, point. Like yeah. every time you market the song, it's just black man. Yeah. And then the whole concept of the music video was just like, oh, he's excellent black man. Even though the song's entrepreneur, but it seemed like the main thing was the black man part. You know, it was kind of weird. So if it's called entrepreneur, then why are we focusing so much on the black man part? Oh, black man, black man. But it's like anyone can be an entrepreneur, right? Like any race, any gender, you know? So it's kind of weird, like, you just clearly want to make this song, yeah. but you don't want to be called out. And um, hmm. it was a clear deck, and Joe Budden, like, confirmed it for me and everything like that. And, you know, afterwards, I went to my lawyers, and I had a conversation with them. And, um, you know, after a, a whole thing, I decided to just be like, whatever, because it seemed like it was just kind of like, I didn't even want to go through it. You know what I mean? I was like, you know what? I just wanted to make it known that I was aware of it because I want people to know in the industry that they can't just take from me because yeah, yeah. it's not the first time this has happened. Um, and you, as you know, it's very common for a lot of people to look at like, you know younger, newer artists and take from them because they're like, oh, you know how much of a fan base or yeah. you're, you're this compared to me. So they can just take from you. Know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, well, you also don't so have... I, you know, they also have a lot more money backing them if you were to try to take them to court. That's completely not fair at all. Either yeah, gonna... it's that, and they actually have the money to just out-market you. Yeah, so, like, yeah. even if I'm trying to in Black Man Magic or Black Man, Black Man, whatever, um, it's like they're going to just, in, like, just a week of their money, they can just, boom, everything that I've done kind of, like, out the window. And 
it was kind of annoying to me because I'm just like, yo, you have like so many hits, so many platinum records, yeah. you have so much achievement. This is like my baby. Like this is the song that was putting me on the map for music. And so I was like, you know, it meant a lot to me that song. And so I was kind of like, that's kind of corny. You just kind of come and yeah. you know, run with that, you know. And um, and I was like, you know, you could just reach out. Like I mean, the fact that you wouldn't even reach out to collab or to put me on or shout out my song. And, like, a lot of people were like, oh, you think he notices you? I'm like, honey, I have Snoop Dogg that follows me. I have Rick Ross that follows me. I'm friends with people who are, like, just as famous as him. Yeah. So it's like, I, I I know people. It's not like nobody knows who I am. I have plenty of famous friends, famous people who follow me. Um, like I said, Joe Budden's like, a friend of mine. He's, like, playing my song. So it's like, why would it be so out of the, you know, normal for this person to hear my song. Like, you know what I mean? Like, DJ K Slay's playing my song all over the radio. Yeah. So it's like, you know what I mean? So, like, when people are like, oh, why would he take for, how would he yeah, yeah, yeah. song? It's like, well, because he's a bit of, yeah. Because he's, you know, he, uh, he was happy. And, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, that's the thing, too. I mean, I'm like, you know, no offense, but I'm not like I'm coming after a person who doesn't have a record of that situation. And he seemed really suspicious to me, like, the whole situation going on. And what's funny is, like, Universal, like, shut down my Facebook about two weeks later. Universal, you say? Universal, huh? <laughs> Guess who's been after us? Like, my Facebook fan page is still up on um, Facebook, but I have no access to it. And I got a message, um, a legal letter, wow. basically, from Facebook saying that Universal had had said that I did all this copyright stuff and but it was weird so I'm like no and then I asked Facebook you know Facebook will usually tell you what's the thing that you took or what's the the item that's copyrighted or yeah, whatever the yeah. fuck it is and they wouldn't tell me and I had my lawyers go and contact Facebook and be like yo what are you claiming that she stole or you know what I'm saying? And yeah. they're like, oh, well, Universal's claiming that she took some stuff that wasn't hers. It made no sense because I have nothing on my Facebook fan page but my yeah. own music. Yeah. And um, it's just suspicious to me that a couple weeks after, you know, I kind of go public talking about it, my Facebook gets torn down. Then my Twitter got attacked, but I ended up getting my Twitter back. Jesus. Um, it was like a whole thing like that ended up happening a couple weeks later. Now, I'm not saying that it's related. It could just be coincidental. But, I mean, why it's, Universal's it's, claiming it's that related. I it's related. It's universal. Look, Universal Music is uh, since their half of their company was purchased last year or at the end of last year by a uh, a Chinese company because uh, we have issues with Universal starting at the beginning of this year, and we researched and hunted a lot. They have become a real big pain in the ass. Um, Definitely. Yeah. And what's crazy is it was just literally one copyright claim from them got my entire page yeah. down. I'm like, yep. <laughs> I've had the page for like five years. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, well they're claiming you did something, and like I said, won't even tell me what the item is that I took. Like I said, I you can go mm-hmm. my, if you go to my Facebook page, I have not one thing up there from Universal. Everything yeah. is just my pictures, my 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 music. Everything. I think they, it's, it's full of shit. My lawyers have been trying to contact them and. Like I said, they won't even give them any information. Like, oh no, it's such a long report of things that we can't, oh, we can't find. It's like it's some bullshit. Yeah, it's and bullshit. Like, it's definitely yeah. construed. Well, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, Universal wouldn't tell us what we infracted allegedly on either. What our infraction was. Yeah, it's just like it's just a, it's just, it's fucking full of shit. It's just because they're so the huge, they can just bully whoever they want. Basically, and that's what happened to me. My Facebook got, but I'm like, whatever. You know, yeah. in the day, like. 
with with I've been in the game for so long now. Like if I just make another fucking Facebook fan page tomorrow, oh, within yeah. a couple of weeks I can build it back up. It's yeah. like I'll just yeah. keep starting over. Like your fans will find you. <laughs> yeah. Um. Are you still on Spotify? I'm on everything. Okay. I got. I'm on all platforms as far as that. I'm on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, yeah. Deezer, all that. I'm on everything except for SoundCloud because I don't give away free music. So. <laughs> well, that's yeah. That makes sense. Um. That's we're on everything. Except Spotify. Um, <laughs> thanks. Oh, wow. Thanks to Universal Music. Oh, wow. That yeah. sucks. Hope they don't come for me. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's why I asked if you were still on it. So, yeah. No, I'm still on it and everything Good. like that. And if they day, like, I don't think this, I don't really think they're going to attack that or anything like that because, I mean, they can try. I mean, I'm the kind of person, I'm very persistent. So, mm. but, um, I think that once I eventually get signed to a major, which is ultimately the goal in the long run, like yeah. I'm just building my, my catalog and myself up as an artist, but, um, cause I've already had offers and stuff like that from labels, but we're waiting for me to be at a certain point in my career. And I definitely am going to eventually sign to the big boys. And at that point, you're pretty much untouchable. You know what I mean? Like no one's really fucking with you at that point. Yeah. You can do what you want. You have an army and behind you. Hmm? When you get signed to a major label, you have an army behind you. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you have an army behind you, and like you're not really like the only problem. The, the biggest thing that's scary about being an independent artist is that you're just so reliant on social media. You're so reliant on that as your main source of connecting. And yes. once you're signed to a major or something, like you, like, no matter if you have social media or not, they're gonna hear your music on the radio. They're gonna see your billboards. They're gonna see you advertise on YouTube or wherever mm-hmm. it felt. Like they're gonna be. Like, I don't, you know, you don't, you don't even have to follow Cardi B and you'll hear about her about 50 times a week, you yep, know? Yep. So that's basically the difference is like the, the point that I'm at in my career is that I'm very reliant on my social media. And so that's why it, it affects me differently when I get attacked. But fuck it. Like, I'm going to keep posting my music. Yeah. Keep yeah. Pushing, you know, that, you know. that goes along with the, like, the internet trolls blocking people's accounts for instagram models or musicians and stuff like that that's Uh, that's almost the same along the lines um another part of the problem is like with the major labels in the industry they pay radio stations to play their songs mm -hmm. so you'll hear the same song every hour on the hour well that's because this station was played Uh, being a private artist producing your own stuff and trying to get it played you know if you're lucky like you were Thank God they got your stuff was being played because people liked it and they thought it was good. Yeah. yeah you know, and you were advertising yourself, but you're not paying each radio station certain no, amount of money. No, they don't have that kind of money. Yeah, yet, to play. yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. But that's what, the you know, the corporations like Universal and Warner Music, they do that. Yeah. Uh, Sony will do that yeah. to get that. Whether the song is good or not, they'll make sure the radio station's playing Blast. it once an hour, twice oh, yeah. an hour. They're playing like 50 fucking times a day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Literally, there's radio stations that have the same 10 songs rotated for 24 hours, and it's like, shoot me. Yeah. It drives me crazy. Like, I've had those long car rides. You're just like, oh, my God, you just played this. Shit. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, or my favorite, the song comes on again, you change station, and it's on another it's on station. Another it's like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's goals. <laughs> like, hopefully one day I'm at that point. That's, that's, that's yeah. yeah. That aspect, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but at this point, I rely heavily on, like, just pushing myself, like, my own Instagram. I rely on people just liking my stuff. Like, I have DJs that email me. They want me to send my stuff over. And, 
you know, that's, that's, I'm in the building process. I'm in like the, the baby stages, but it, it's kind of fun. Cause you get to kind of see that ele- elevation, you know, you get to kind of see the gradual, like and I, I've seen in myself, the grad, the, the gradual change since last year. Cause mm-hmm. last year I was still figuring out what my sound was. I was still figuring out what I wanted to do with my yeah. music. And now I have a really clear path. So just that alone to me is an achievement. And I'm happy that I figured that out while being independent because I wouldn't be able, in my opinion, I wouldn't be able to release a song like Black Man Magic and all this shit under a label. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, it's like I'm able to just do the things I want to do now while I'm independent. So. Would you, it, it, I mean, uh, we hope you get assigned to a label, but would you have uh, something in there saying, hey, I want to do what I want to do, though, with this label? Uh, me and my manager have already discussed it. Like, you, really the only deal I'm interested in is a distribution deal, so not, okay. like, a full 360 thing. I don't need that. I'm, I'm really good at marketing. I'm really good at um, just developing myself as an artist already. So the only thing I really need help with is just distribution and a little bit more like the bigger marketing stuff, but just distribution. Yeah, so you're not but looking. I don't need an advance. I don't need that. You know, yeah. I need to give somebody like. You're not looking really... to get into a six. Uh, has to be a six album deal. You're not looking to do something like that. You just want to help with getting your stuff. Um, it you know it depends. Like, like, like you know when I speak with him about it and like he's broken it down for me because he's a lot more like educated in this it's like you know i don't mind signing a contract it's like okay you know we're gonna need two albums we're gonna do this much blah 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 but it's just we don't want to be under something where i get a bad bank loan basically yeah. you know how sometimes you'll see these artists have these crazy videos and the videos are costing a million dollars yeah, each yeah, and these yeah. people don't realize they're gonna be paying for it in the long run like, yeah. i don't want something like that yeah. i want something more where it's like you're just distributing my music you're pushing it out and um i don't mind kind of just being a little bit more humble like, you know, I don't need to have the half a million music videos and stuff like that. Like, I, I can just, just make some dope videos and some really cool looking stuff and just keep it moving. Like you, you, The videos you've done are fun to watch. Yeah. What is the half a million videos? Well, no, no. The videos you've done. I mean, they're like little simple things I do myself. Yeah, but they're that, fun. People, they're... people have mentioned like, oh, you know, me doing some epic shit. I'm like, that's not the goal right now. The goal is just to push content on people like there's no point in my opinion to really go crazy with the money until you, you have millions looking like if you if you know you're gonna post a music video and that day three four five million people are gonna watch it then it makes sense to have yeah, yeah, yeah. budget videos. but for me most of my music videos are between like 70 to like a hundred thousand views you know on average a hundred thousand views and that's still a good amount of views but to me it's not enough to like be yeah, spending but- like crazy yeah but you're not you, for the music videos you've done though they're, they're very well done for i hate to say low budget but they're good they video. Are low budget. yeah I mean, but, I'm, but i'm telling you low budget like they're low budget as fuck like like i do everything myself like like literally yeah, like, but they're good videos for that like, it's very low budget but it's like i i do everything it, it gets like that's why i said it's like that part where in the future i'm open to different type of label deals because it gets exhausting for me to do everything myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to be so much more than just an artist. Like, for example, for the Pick Me video that I just filmed, I had to find the models. Like, I literally went on Instagram, and I just, like, just found girls. Like, and each girl, I'm, like, messaging, like, trying to find the girls in yep. the casting. And I got to go and try to get the costumes and the outfits. And then I got to go and get the props, and, and I have to do a final location. And then I'm talking to the guy for the location, setting up, setting up the times. I'm hiring the camera guy. I'm hiring this crew member. I, like, you know, and then I 
get the location. I'm the one setting it up. I'm the one cleaning up afterwards, cleaning all the mess up. I'm, you know, oh, the one that, that's it's, like, it's just so much. Yeah, that I have yeah. To do. That's a lot. And I get tired. You know what I mean? Because it's like, I literally, you know, I'm in Canada right now. And lockdown here ended around the end of June. And we're about to go back there. They're about to lock us back down next week. Like, oh. you know. And so I've only had three months to do everything I need to do. And in three months, I filmed like five music videos. Yes. And I literally just, I, I just, like for daddy issues I did recently, booked the hotel. I went on Instagram. I was like, yo, I need some guys. Hired yeah, some I guys. know. You know, got the camera. <laughs> I do everything myself. You know, I get the costumes, yeah. the styling. And so, like I said, it's not the most extravagant thing in the world, but my thing is just like just bang out visuals, bang out stuff for people hmm. to look at. And but, when I get to a certain level, it's like boom. Then I'll have the crazy music videos and all that. But right now, this level, this doesn't make any sense financially. You know what I mean? No, it's no, 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 like, no. But what I'm saying, yeah. they're good videos. They're really fun to watch. That's what I'm saying. Well, thank you. But they, I mean, I. Yeah. yeah, like I, I, one of your older ones is you in a hallway, and the color is fantastic, <laughs> and it's such a good video. It's really fun to watch. Um, well, thank you. I try with my. I try with the. <laughs> now, I will say we're a little upset that we're not in Canada. That we could have been in the Daddy Issues video. Uh, <laughs> oh God, I got so much backlash. I didn't even come out yet, and I got backlash. Why are you getting backlash? Because the guys were white. Oh, for Christ. oh, so black man magic, you get shit for... Did you look at the comments? Then, like, did you look at the comments? Oh. Like, if you go to Daddy Issues, like, on my Instagram, I have two behind-the-scenes videos, yeah. and the comments are insane. And they got, like, 100,000 views each. Like, each behind-the-scenes video. It's a behind-the-scenes video oh, with me and the first white guy that has a bottle, and then the second white guy's in the bed. And they got, like, 100,000 views each. And the comments are crazy. I deleted some of them. But you're telling a story with the video. You're, uh, that's the point of it. It's funny. I mean, oh, I was actually really pissed off that day because I was taking it too personal. But then I just decided to, like, not take it personal. I was like, let me just chill out. I'm like, because what people don't get is, like, you know. I think we're both looking I, I know, like, people like to paint pictures. Like I told you with the feminism. Yeah, yeah. Or pro-female it's like you know people have oh this means you hate dudes and like you, you can't be around men and then when you're pro-black and you're about black issues it's like oh you have to hate white people and like people don't get that that's not actually what these things mean and people like like to orchestrate what they think things mean and like for example i stand for you know black progression i stand for black families i stand for Black people being together and having unity and fixing our neighborhoods and our families. But that doesn't mean I hate white people. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't have nothing to do with that. Um, and a lot of people got upset just because they were like, okay, you have Black Man Magic. We talk about black love and, you know, and then you go with these white guys. And I'm like, well, first of all, it's acting. These yeah. random guys on Instagram. And, um, but I understood the anger because I think that a lot of people, and I mean, it's kind of an honor. Like, I can't even get upset because it shows that, like, they look at me like this, like, icon of, like, black love. Because, like, like, the thing about it is a lot of black men on the regular don't feel loved. A lot of black men do feel attacked on the regular. Because, like I told you, there is a civil war currently going on in the black community where a lot of black women are just not feeling black men lately. And the biggest cause of that is um, you have a lot of these black male celebrities who come out and they say a lot of colorist comments. And I don't know why it's so common. I don't know 
I don't, I don't really know why they feel the need to vocalize it, but if you follow a lot of hip-hop and stuff like that, a lot of rappers say things like, oh, I don't like dark-skinned chicks, I like light-skinned girls, like white girls, or they only want exotic women. And Like, it's very common, and it, it's been happening back-to-back-to-back to back to back lately where you have a lot of these black guys coming out saying, like, oh, I don't want no dark-skinned chick, or, you know I mean, I need a girl with good hair. And a very, like, anti-black women comments, and then you have things like, the Megan Thee Stallion where she got shot by a black man and a lot of those type of incidences. And so lately a lot of black women, women have just been angry at black men. And um, then with the whole BLM situation, once again, a lot of black women were uh, kind of ignored during that whole thing. A lot of black women feel like, you know, women like Breonna Taylor were ignored and they didn't get any justice. And many women like her that were black didn't get any justice, but you know, they felt like a lot of the black men got more of the attention. So it's like a whole thing in the black community that's been going on lately. So when I made that song, Black Man Magic, um, it was kind of like a shock because a lot of black men, it's been a while since they've heard something very positive for just them. Because they mean, think about it, you know, on the regular, they, they hear negativity from, you know, just society and walking through life. It's like, oh, you're a thug, you're this, you're that, and all these stereotypes. And then you have the police brutality issue. And then, you know, they're hearing a lot of black women say things against them. So when they heard the song, it was like endearing and surprising. And so I guess the scene next to a white man was kind of like insulting. Like, oh my God, I thought you loved us. I thought you cared about us. And no offense, you know, what, you know no offense to white men or whatever. I think that it's just because a lot of um, black women have been glorifying white men lately. And as someone who follows a lot of black chicks on social media, you'll see a lot of videos where it's like, don't get a Jamal, get yourself a Jimmy. And they'll say like, oh, white men are better at this and that. And I think a lot of black men were just, just hurt because they felt like I was preaching that narrative. And some of the comments were like, oh, you're saying that, you know, black men can't afford to be a sugar daddy and all this other shit. What's funny is I do have black men in the music video. Um, the music video is not out yet, so a lot of people don't even know what they're angry at because they didn't even see the whole video. Yeah. I can show two white dudes and yeah. they automatically assume that it's only white men, but it's not true. And I think that, um, not to rant or anything like that, but that's just one of the hardest things about being a black creator is that you get so much pressure on you to be this, like, to, you have you just so much pressure on you like during the BLM situation um it was so stressful because not only were you an influencer and you know you make music and stuff but everyone looks at you to be like this uh black icon to be this like politician in a way to you know, be this political leader and and you might just be a regular ass chick that likes to take thought pictures and now you're you're pushed into activism you have mm-hmm. to now be a black activist mm-hmm. and I think that's that's stressful because um you know a lot of people aren't prepared for that. You know what I'm saying? And for someone like me, like, you know, I was just hiring some dudes off my Instagram. Yeah. I didn't even think about their race because I didn't care. And I have to then deal with like, oh, wow, black men aren't good enough for you. Da, da, da. And, 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 it, and it's stressful for me because like my man's black. I'm a black man, whatever. And I'm no problem with white men, you know? And I, like I said, I didn't even think about it. Yeah. And, it's stressful that now every time I do anything, it's like, You have oh, to consider. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, I mean, it, it, it's stressful because but, I don't want people, like, discrediting what I've done because of that. Like, a lot of people discredited, like, oh, Black Man Magic was a joke. Like, you didn't really mean what you said. And and it, it's it's kind of frustrating and depressing. And, there, and it's, it's because it's like, damn, there's, like, so much pressure to be, like, this perfect person all the time that 
And, and, and but then when I made Black Man Magic, I had the white men telling me, oh, what about us? We support you too. You're racist. You don't care about us. Like, you don't, you don't support white men. And then when I put white men in the video, it's like, oh, these yeah, like white yeah. men. And it's like, I can't win. You but know, it's like this fucking race war going I on. I think that's part of the problem in this country is the acceptance. Just, just accept what the person is doing. Like when you did Black Man Magic, that came out at the at the the height of the uh, uh, of uh, I'm, and I forgot the gentleman's name, uh, uh, Floyd, Floyd. Yeah, the uh, George Floyd murder. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that came out then, yeah, or, or or shortly thereafter. Yeah, after like June, it came out my birthday. It came out on June sixth, so it was like about like two months, like about yeah, about a Something month like and a half. Yeah. Okay, so I mean, and, and that was the timing for that was correct. It was perfect. It was, and it, it's a good song. It's a fun song to listen to. Um, the problem is, again, people just accept what you want to do. It's what you want to do. Whether or mm-hmm. not, you know, there's no reason, you know, you didn't do any of it to piss off one race. You didn't do this again to piss off the other race. It was just mm-hmm. what you wanted to do. You discussed, we, you know, we discussed that with you 20 minutes ago. You're doing what you wanted to do to, to have fun. And people need to realize that, you know, that that you're not a politician. You don't get to make the rules. You don't get to make the decisions. You know, you're doing what you want to do. So for anybody to come off, uh, no matter what color, race, or creed, to say, you know, how how come you didn't want, why are we not good enough? It's not, that's not the fucking point at all. And nobody seems to get that. I think that's the biggest problem with people lately is that everyone thinks that if they're not included in something that you're somehow against them. And, uh, yeah, I can agree with that. That's the biggest problem because like I said, like I'm not a racist person. So for example, when I'm putting a casting up for, uh, a sugar daddy type, yeah. I'm not like, Oh, you can't hire you because of this. I mean, black man magic is the only music video that makes sense for that. Like clearly I'm not going to have white men in black man magic, you know, just because that wouldn't make any sense. Exactly. Exactly. But, you were but looking anybody could play a sugar daddy, so I didn't like. Yeah. I didn't like exclude anyone, and I actually had two black guys that they were supposed to show up uh, for the in person stuff, and they both canceled. They both did not show up, and I was like, okay, whatever. I thought nothing of it, um, but it was just interesting to me. And what's funny is I had made Black Man Magic way before the George Floyd thing happened. I made Black oh, Man okay. Magic with my boyfriend. Yeah, I made it like back in February when I was in Atlanta. This is before the George Floyd thing happened. I didn't make it in response to it. I didn't make it because of it. I made it for my boyfriend. I just okay. made a fun song for him. Just thinking about him. And I brought it out on my birthday. Yeah. You know? And uh, and it transcended. Well, I really didn't. I mean, keep it real with you. Like, I have a lot of pro-black songs. And in general, people just don't give a fuck. Like, it's not like anyone's... Like, no one really cares. You know what I'm saying? They're like, oh, my God. So I didn't think anyone was going to really care. I thought it was maybe like another one of my little songs. And yeah. I thought people were going to be like, oh, that's cool, and move on. Um, I never thought it was going to like blow up like that and get really popular and become a conversation piece. And it's such a positive song, so I didn't think people were going to get offended either because I'm like, the song isn't like um, dissing anybody. It's mm-hmm. not saying anybody's you know, ugly or anything like that. It's just saying, hey, black men are great. And I really want to empower them because I feel like they do need it. So it is what it is. I'm unapologetic about that. And I mean, like I said, I got a lot of backlash, whatever, for the song, whatever. Well, as well, um, you should be unapologetic. You're telling a story, whether using a black man, a white man, 
a Hispanic, an Asian male. It doesn't matter. You were telling a specific story. You used those men for that reason to tell that story. That's what you wanted to do. Nobody else is helping you make it. They don't get to make the decisions and fuck their opinion. That's how I'm looking at it. Like, I mean, no, I agree with you. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like, know. Jesus Christ, people, let us do what we want to do. We're doing a show the way we want to do it. Eat my shorts. <laughs> She's making the music. I mean, that's the thing. It's hard being a creative person. It's hard being someone who makes money off your ideas yeah. because, as you know, People are very, very critical, mm -hmm. and I mean, I guess it's a good sign that people are becoming extremely critical, because at least they care. Well, that's and one thing I always believe in, is uh, bad press is good press. Oh, yeah, he's a, he's a large component well, of that. The only thing negative I feel like could happen is people not looking at your stuff. Yeah. So, to me, like, people having all these opinions are fine, because at least they care. You know, yeah, they're going to yeah, watch yeah. daddy issues, they're going to see... What it's about. Yeah. Um, the end of the day. It's, yeah, you know, it's, the, that's part of the problem too with the, that's part of the problem too with the internet giving people uh, a little too much freedom. <laughs> you're not going to make everybody happy because, like, oh, that too. Like, you yeah. know, it, 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 it's like you're just not going to make everybody happy. And that's not my intention. My intention is to tell stories and it's not about people liking me. It's not about people thinking I miss America. I'm a rapper. I don't have to be liked. I don't have to be perfect. I don't have to be politically correct. I say a lot of things that people probably find offensive and that's fine. Um, You're doing what you want to do. <laughs> You're doing what you want to do. I mean, Plain it is simple. what it is. Like, you yeah, know, even with yeah. the music video, um, I thought people misinterpreted it, the music video as well because they just see the part where Superman is black and the kids are watching him and the little white kid says he wishes he was a black man and uh, <laughs> I didn't understand where I was coming from because yeah. I was just like trying to diss white people and um, that's never my intention just to diss anybody you know um, that's obvious the, when you're on it with us the intention <laughs> of the video was to flip reality it was like yeah you know what I mean like in the regular basis when little kids yeah. are watching TV especially little black kids most of the representation, most of the images they look at are white, mm -hmm. you know, and a lot of times little black kids are like, damn, I wish that I was a white man, if you know, sub subconsciously because the people they're looking up to are that. Yeah. So in the music video, I was one to flip reality where black was a default, black was the norm. Like you turn on TV and almost everybody is a black person, you know, and like all the cartoons are black and like that's more the norm. Like, oh, you know, you see that every day. And that's what I was just trying to do, trying to flip that reality where it's like, Oh my yeah, god! Yeah. Like you know, and <laughs> I understood it. I got it, and I. I, I didn't think it was that complex. People were like confused. They were like, "I don't get the message," and I'm like, "It's, it's pretty. <laughs> it's pretty self-explanatory. You know, yeah, it's pretty explanatory. I don't know why my uh -oh. stomach had paused. Oops. That's no. all right. We're go ahead. We'll let you do your lips. No, I'm, I'm ready. Sorry. I know we're watching. <laughs> 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 we were enjoying watching you. I got these like crazy nails. We saw, I saw yeah, that yeah, posted. I was wondering how you managed to do things with that. They're like, they're rapper nails. <laughs> they're rapper nails. What are you like rapping? Like for me, you're rapping like, you know, like it's very theatrical. So, oh, for I'm, sure, yeah. A music coming up, so. Aye, um, aye, aye. Yeah. So, uh, what, what, else, what do you got? Okay, so, uh, oh, crap, I got sidetracked by the <laughs> nails. <laughs> uh you got the new video coming out soon. Yes. Well, you got uh, a couple. Pick me. me 
Yeah, and then you have uh, daddy issues will come out after that. Oh, so you're flocking me. <laughs> Stalker. Sure I have a lot of videos. I have my video, um, my video Turn Me On um, with this artist named New Cupid, platinum recording, multi-platinum artist, New Cupid of the Cupid Shuffle. We have a music video dropping soon. you so Very cool. I'm not going there like when I'm dropping everything, but. Okay. This year, everything's being dropped this yeah, year because yeah, yeah. I'm trying to get a tech, internet attack. Okay. And I'm not, we, we like to do our research for our guests. We like to make sure we got everything they got involved coming out and uh, and they're involved in uh, so that everybody can check it out for them. Uh, well, I'm happy. Shit. I have a lot of things coming out. They're going to love me because I got a lot of shit coming well, out. You always do, though. Yeah. That's the hard part with following Stormy Maya. It's keeping up. Yeah. You know what sucks is like the COVID just ruined everything because after Hustlers, I had so many stuff, like so many things lined up and. It all got like canceled, pushed back. So what I decided to do was like put 100% of my focus in my music because acting is just so weird this year, you know? And well, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Everything got shut down or pushed. And the only person working was Tyler Perry. So, <laughs> so I was just like, yeah. I'm going to just work on my music because that's what's going to push me over the edge. And that's my main focus anyway, so... Do you have anything coming up acting wise though, or supposed to, or? Well, Shark. Oh yeah, Shark. You uh, forgot that. I was going to say. <laughs> he had Shark. Yeah, which you're, which according to the website, you're also directing. Oh my god, that was crazy. Um, you know what's funny? The whole vibe of your show and the whole pace of it reminds me of like um, No Jumper. Who? Do you watch No Jumper? No Jumper. On YouTube? No. You don't watch No Jumper? No. <laughs> One more time. What's he on? <laughs> YouTube. YouTube. No Jumper. Okay. It's like um, kind of like Joe Rogan show. Oh, but, you know, oh, but with like, but with like people in hip hop and stuff. Oh, okay. Oh, people. Well, yeah. <laughs> this guy named Adam runs. He's a white dude with tattoos. What was it called again? No jumper. No jumper. No jumper. And like he has sex with like his girlfriend on camera, but not on YouTube, like separately. Anyway, so um, <laughs> just off screen, you can hear it, you can't see it. <laughs> that would be like, cool. He has like porn, you know, like, but that's not like his brand. It's just I just looked it up. But anyway, um, <laughs> she hacked this email. <laughs> no, it's like public. It's public. They were talking about it, and I was like curious. I was like, if if if. I see someone I know or I recognize something else and they're like, I'm naked somewhere. I'm like, I got to see that, you know? Uh, anyway, back. <laughs> so, no, so no, we don't, we don't know who no jumper is. And we, yeah, this is the first time I'm seeing him. So, uh, I won't watch him either. Uh, <laughs> we don't watch Joe Rogan. Nope. Um, well, I don't watch Joe Rogan either, but I mean, I just know that that's like kind of similar pace. Kind of like, but um, anyway, sorry for sidetracking you. But like, no, start basically. Um, <laughs> oh. In relation to uh, the three months that I've been free this year, yeah. like I said, Canada is really strict about their lockdowns. So um, in the three months that I was free this year, I got like 50,000 fucking music videos done. I'm joking, this is five. And which is a lot for three months, okay? Like, you know, oh, that's why sure. they're yeah. not like the best world. And I also got my movie done, Shark. You know, it's a feature film. 
And I literally got like half the movie done in that three months. It was like hectic as a motherfucker. And the basically the backstory was I started making that movie the end of 2018. And um, I got so busy with other acting jobs and other things that I was doing in 2019 that I only had like half the movie done. But around January, February, I had it all scheduled out, you know, to finish the movie, get it done, whatever. And then this fucking COVID shit happened. And I was like, what the hell? And, you know, I ended up like, you know, as you know, shutting a lot of things down, couldn't really rent places out like that, instead of restricting the amount of people that could be in an area. It's a whole bunch of bullshit. So as soon as they opened up the fucking doors and was like, y'all are free this summer, <laughs> I fucking went ham and finished my movie. And it's a feature film, an hour and a half. And I literally kicked ass to get that movie done. And um, the creator, I wrote it directed it wow. i also edited like a lot of it and um i'm really proud of it and right now like it's just getting some scoring done and stuff like that but uh it was it was definitely a journey so. yeah. i don't have any questions but <laughs> oh no I, uh, can, I you, care, but... can you tell us who's in it um <laughs> randos uh <laughs> Basically, the the gist of the movie is like one of my biggest inspirations is like Spike Lee. Mm -hmm. I really like real neighborhood feel movies, like real realistic type movies. So it has that real feel to it. And I hired people who were like underground or up and coming artists like myself. And a lot of them are not actors, but this was like the first time acting. And some people are actors. I mixed it up. So a lot of the main people, like the main people are just up and coming rappers, singers, but I also mix in a lot of actual actor actors in it. But these people are not famous. They're not anyone you're gonna, you know, anyone yeah. you recognize. I think that's the great thing about it. I literally found real artists, had them in the studio, had them recording original music for the movie. The movie, the whole entire score of the movie is just independent hip hop artists oh, and wow. stuff. Like people who sent me their music. This is all original music you've never heard before, and it's an hour and a half of it. So it's like. You know, you're going to watch the movie and it's like all these up and coming rappers and singers and people playing these roles in the movie. And then you're going to hear all this original music throughout the movie. And basically the story follows these two guys. Uh, one's from Montreal, Canada. One's from New York. Well, originally Baltimore, but now he's in New York. And they're basically signed to the same label, which is Shark Records. And they both have two crazy journeys. And it's a hip hop comedy slash drama. Okay. It's like you know, fusion. And it's interesting. It's, it's funny. And it's, uh, it's interesting. I don't really know how to explain it. It's kind of like Friday. Yeah. Okay. You know, That's what like I was saying. I just like, uh, the Canadian rapper's name. Oh, poutine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I found out what my boyfriend's Canadian mm -hmm. and I found out what poutine was about a year ago. And I thought it was the funniest name I've ever heard. Yeah. And I never, <laughs> heard it before and i was like i love that shit have you had and, it you had it um i had a vegan version of okay. it i'm not a fan of wet fries i think it's fucking gross and my <laughs> boyfriend's eating it in front of me and i hate the way it sounds it just <laughs> it just sounds fucking disgusting and i just this whole thing just looks dirty to me it's like wet and <laughs> it just looks gross me eat it it makes me nauseous so uh, um but it doesn't taste bad. I mean, the vegan poutine I had, it's really, really good. Uh, it has, it's made with, like, mushroom gravy and vegan uh, cheese or whatever. 
And it, it's pretty authentic to the real thing I've heard, but the taste is great. I just think the texture is gross. Okay. So. <laughs> but yeah, he was poutine. Yeah, I think that's great. I <laughs> think that's. I think the from Montreal. Yeah. And that's funny. So. When is that looking to be released? This well, right now, um, it depends on what happens because I I have no clear uh. path. Basically, the movie's done being edited now. But the next step is um, distributors, like sending it off to distributors. I have a couple of connections at Netflix, a couple of connections at Amazon, like, you know, just throughout the years people I've met. So I'm going to send it off to them. I have some connections with, like, little distributors. I've distributed films before as a producer. So I'll send it to them. And then I might do some film festival stuff because people have told me that they're still hosting, like, online festivals. So I was like... I might give that a shot, you know, never done the online festival thing before, but uh, the movie's done. I'm really proud of it. I put a lot of effort into it and I think it's really good quality for a low budget, uh, independent film. Cause like I spent a hell of a, I spent a lot of money on post-production as far as the color correction and the audio and the music and stuff like that. So, um, I'm really proud of it, and I'm like, I made a fucking movie, like, holy <laughs> shit. And I'm only in the movie, like, a couple times, because I was so busy, like, trying to direct it and trying to put it together, and so, yeah, like, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud of it, and yeah. I'm fucking proud of it, and there's, like, a hundred people in the movie, like, the cast oh, wow. is, like, a hundred people. Yeah. It's a lot of fucking people, I'm like, like, a hundred actors in this shit. <laughs> and, and you're in charge of them. That's great. That's great. Congratulations. I, and like I said, a lot of it was just like, you know, neighborhood people, like yeah. people like using my resources. Like, I, and it was crazy. The movie takes place in all these random places, but we actually go there. Like we film in LA, we got LA artists. We film in New York. We got New York actors, New York artists. We film in Miami. We got Miami artists. We got Miami people there. We actually filmed in those places. We got people from Atlanta. We filmed in Virginia, Virginia beach. We got people in the studio there. We got artists there. We filmed in Montreal. So we actually filmed in all these places. And um, it, it's dope because, like, it's like you're on an adventure. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're watching this movie. And you're actually going to all these different locations. And we actually go there. You hear the different accents and the different type of music in that location. And it's very interesting. So I'm proud of it. Yeah. Uh, I liked it. I hope you guys like it. Absolutely. We're going to, yeah, as soon as we, we're, I'm going to check it out. Yeah. Absolutely. There's better than a lot of independent movies. I'm a huge fan of indie movies and like I watch a lot of indie movies on Netflix and stuff. And in my opinion, it's a, it's a lot better quality and better story than a lot of stuff I've seen on Netflix. So um, I'm hoping that people fucking like it, man. Yeah, I don't yeah. know, man. I, I will see what happens. Like, yeah. it's, it's, <laughs> congratulations on doing it. I'll let you do one. You know, you guys can watch it and give me a review or something. Absolutely. Give me an honest review, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> you can be honest. I don't care. It's harsh. <laughs> Sometimes that gets more views, you know? <laughs> well, it's your first full feature-length film. So, I mean, yeah. again, a learning... Yeah, it's a big deal. Yeah. Again, well, I have kind of a crazy backstory about my true uh, my true first feature film and why this one was so important to me, but I don't bore you also. <laughs> Which film that's would be well a l- first feature length film that you directed or that you were in? No, 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 not in. Um, I've produced two feature films in the past, like as a producer. So like from you know putting as an executive producer, putting money in, and also as like you know putting the film together itself. This is the first one I've ever directed and wrote. 
but uh, the first film was The Eight Hungers. Uh, you know, I made sure it was never distributed in the States, and I shut the film down because I hate it. But, uh, and I have no problem saying that. I don't fuck. I hate the movie. And it has a lot of, like, negative backstory to it. But the movie is out. It is done. It's only distributed in the Netherlands. That's the only fucking country that has the movie. And um, I was a producer for that film. I was supposed to have a bigger role in it as far as controlling things. But I was, I learned a big lesson to be confident in myself. And that's why I had so much control over this movie. Because my mistake with the first movie was thinking that I didn't have the skills to do it myself. And and I actually played the lead character in that movie as well. In It Hungers. And um, the story with that is a couple years ago... I was just acting in a bunch of movies and I really wanted to get into filmmaking. Like that's one passion of mine. I've always wanted to be a filmmaker. And that's one thing, like even as I do music with my career, I want to make movies. And I had a mentor at the time who was like putting me in a bunch of his movies. I was in a lot of, uh, I guess you could say B movies. I guess that's what they call them. Like straight to DVD movies. And all his movies go to, like, Walmart and uh, Redbox and stuff like that. But straight to it. Hold on, I'm going to plug my phone in. Don't look. Don't look. Uh-oh. I'm plugging this in just so, you know. (laughs) Hold it for a second. Watch. So, a lot of his movies go straight to DVD. And, you know, he was, like, a mentor for me. And um, he was casting me and all this stuff. And for the first time, I felt like, Oh, I'm doing something because this is before Hustlers, before She's Gotta Have It, before my other Netflix movies. Yeah. So for me, it was a big deal to get these straight to DVD movies. And I was like a truly an idiot at that time. And I can say that because um, you're not going to believe this. Um, I did these movies for like free. And the reason why that's crazy is because I was living in New York in the Bronx and this director found me and he's in Cali, like all the way in Redding, like Sacramento area yeah. of California. And I was posting a lot of like monologue videos and stuff like that. And he was like, Oh, you know, he, he told me to come out and do movies or whatever. And he, like I said, he's a good fan base. He has movies out, everything. Like he's legit. Like, you know, I'm not taking that away from me. He is legit. He does have movies out and shit. So I was like, all right, great. And so he put me in about three movies of his like back to back. And in all these movies, I'm topless. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, he does, like, horror movies and sci-fi movies, and he always has, like, the girls topless or something at some point. He always has sex scenes or nude scenes. And so I did all these movies for free. Like, you know, I'm traveling to fucking California, yeah, and for, like, a week at a time, you know, I'm getting topless, I'm shooting this shit, and basically, like, he was disrespecting me the whole time. He was uh. extremely verbally abusive to me. He was very mean to me. Um, he would like say really harsh things to me as far as like my talent. And he would just tell me I wasn't talented or tell me I suck or he's just very mean in general to me. Um, not at first. He got mean to me once I was ignoring his advances because I guess it wasn't enough that I was in the movies for free, but he was also trying to be sexual with me yeah. and I was not interested. He also had a wife and kids and all that. And uh, which I've met, you know, it's kind of weird. Yeah. I was married at the time. And I was not interested in that. I'm like, no, I'm just trying to do my career thing. I'm not interested in that. And, you know, at first it was just flirtatious and stuff like that. But then it kind of progressed of the more we worked together, the more it was like he was not taking no for an answer. And it got to a point where I was just not really confident with myself to be like, you know what, fuck you, I'm not working with you. Like, I was in a position where I felt like 
oh, this is kind of what I have to deal with. And let me just tell you that, you know, whether it's music or movies or modeling, when you're new at something, people take advantage of yeah, you yeah. and oh, your insecurities. Yeah. At the point I'm at now, with the with the following I have now, with the expertise I have now, I don't get this treatment. No one comes to me like this anymore because I think, you know, I have too much going on for me and I'm too powerful, I guess, in that sense. But at the time, I wasn't. And at the time, I didn't really understand the industry as well either. And I was the treatment he was giving me was something that I was getting from a lot of people. You know, I got I got into acting stuff like that and at a really young age. And from the jump, I had people being creepy and weird. So I thought it was kind of the, the deal. And um, so basically, he told me, he said, uh, yo, if you want to get into producing, I can help you. And he told me what to do. He said, you know, find investors and, you know, get the money together. And he's going to walk me through the process. So I went and I found an investor. I got together like $50,000, whatever, um, to make this movie. I was really proud of myself. I got investors from just social media. People believed in me. I put my own money into it. And so I was like, great. Like, you know, even that's not like a lot of money for a movie. It's a lot of money for like a little independent thing, you know. And it was like my first time. And um, it was just something I want to get my feet wet. And he's really good at, like, he'll take these small budgets of, like, 20 to 50K, and he'll make, like, 300, 400K off the, off the oh, movie, wow. you know? So I was like, all right, great. I found an investor, did all that. And he told me, he said, you have two options. He's like, you can either get the money to get this movie produced for you, or uh, I can get the money to you, but you're going to have to do A, B, C, E, F, and G. So I was like, no, 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 I'm going to get the money. Like, I'm going to go do this the legit way. I want to get the respect. You know, and, and in my head, you know, I, I was young and stupid. I should have known it. But he was already coming at you like that. He off the bat does not respect you. But at the time, I was, like, naive. And it was just like, yo, he's going to respect me by doing this, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, you know, I had went, got the money, whatever. And then I basically handed it off to him. And that's what he told me to do. Like, oh, yeah, you give me the money. And then he basically was running everything. And that was a really big mistake. And it's because I also didn't have, like I said, I didn't have the confidence to run it myself. And he used to fuck up my self-esteem. He'd tell me, like, you're a terrible producer. You don't know what you're doing. You can't do this. So when I would have the money, for example, the budget, and I tried to do casting, he'd like, oh, you're terrible at this. You're so bad at this. And he'd constantly yell at me and bring down my self-esteem about my abilities. So I was like, you know what? You're right. Like, you know, you should just do it. You should just cast it. You uh, should just, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so he would always just tell me, like, you're either, I'm better off doing this myself. And, you know, he would just talk to me like, like that all the time. And so I was just like, you know what, you're right, like, you can just kind of do it. And during that whole process, you know, I went down to Cali. I went there for an, an entire month. I know it's like a long story. I know it's epic. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> we rented this house that we were also going to film in for the movie. And he was like, okay, you can also stay in the house. Like, you can, we're going to film there, but to save expenses, you can also stay at the house. So I stayed there with the other lead actress. So I stayed there with her. He was extremely verbally abusive to us. He called her fat the whole time, said she was unattractive. Like, he made a lot of comments about her and um, wow. about her self-esteem. And then with me, he was just fucking up my abilities of what I could do as an actress, et cetera, et cetera. It was a terrible experience. He had us in this house in, I think, Igo, Igo, California. It was in the middle of fucking nowhere. Um, we had no Wi-Fi in the house. Yeah. We had no internet service. We had no phone service in the house. Um, there was no grocery store or anything near us at all. We had no car. So oh, we were up in this house by ourselves. And like he would occasionally be nice and drive us to the store. He would occasionally, um, you know, let us go and get resources or drive us down and talk on the phone for five, ten minutes. And the only reason I got in the situation is because I'm in New York at the time. 
And I'm like, okay, great, we need a location. He never told us that was the situation. He never said, oh, the house doesn't have these resources. Oh. And you don't really think about that because you automatically assume a place has Wi-Fi yeah, and yeah. phone service. You know what I mean? So you're not really like, oh, does it have phone service? Like, you're not really thinking that. Or a grocery so, store. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like, you're not really thinking that, like, oh, does this place have phone service? Yeah. So when we got there and it was, like, this really weird horror movie situation, it was like, okay, this is weird. But the place was already rented. Everything was already figured out. So I was like, whatever. Let's just fucking wing it. It was the most miserable 30 days of my life. Oh, my God. 30 days. I had no Wi-Fi, no internet, no way to contact my family. He literally let us go grocery shopping like twice the entire time. And each time, like he would rush us if we went to the store and got stuff. So we got like maybe a week's worth of food. And then when him and the crew would come to film, which was like every other day, they would eat up like everything, even though that they were the ones that would drive back to the city to go home every night. So we were like basically eat up all our resources. So me and her didn't really have much food and stuff. And um, it was really fucking terrible. I was like, what the hell? We had no TV. We had nothing. It was so fucking shitty. I'm like, I'm doing all this for what? Wow. And it's like after I went and got all this money for this movie, I'm being treated like I'm being treated yeah. like a fucking slave. It was terrible. And you know, I was really brainwashed at the moment because like he was like, like I said, a mentor to me. And I thought he was like amazing. Like, you know, I thought he was so great. So I'm like, wow, like you have these small budgets and you're able to film this amazing quality. And I was so impressed by him because he was able to film the movies, he would edit the movies, he would do everything, write them, and then he would like literally just have all these sellers just ready to buy the movies and like a, a month or two later they're in Walmart they're in all these stores and I was just so fascinated I was like this guy is like fucking a genius like you know and I was just so brainwashed huh. you know what I'm saying I was like oh my yeah, god yeah no I, I understand like yeah that's what an you know? asshole he was like the most legit person I had met thus far in yeah. the industry and I was like oh my god this guy is just amazing so when he would tell me like these like lectures of things I just was like, oh yeah, you know what, you know what you're talking about. And at the time, I didn't have a manager, mm. I didn't have an agent, so I was so new to the acting industry. I just didn't know anything about it or the movie industry. So I was just like, oh my god, this guy knows everything. So when he's telling me, no, if you want to be taken seriously, legit, this is what you got to do. It's the sacrifices you make. So I'm doing fucking movies topless. I'm in fucking caves and caverns in the wintertime with no clothes on. I'm fucking covered in fake blood on mountains. I literally did a movie scene where I'm on top of a snowy mountain wearing nothing but fucking a bra and panties. And he's like screaming at me because I'm like shivering on camera. Don't fucking shiver on camera. You're ruining the fucking shot. And I'm like crying and, you know, like no bathroom for hours and I was really getting like the worst treatment on earth working with this guy. And this movie was the last straw because like I said, like I had given him this money. Oh, I had yeah. worked so hard to get. And you know, what happened was on, the, I guess when we had like two or three days left of filming, uh, he had started making sexual advances to me. Like started like, I'm, this is what basically happened. I was washing dishes and he came behind me and kissed me on the back of my neck. And I was like, what the fuck? And that was the first time he made like a physical uh, advanced. So I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, kind of shocked. I didn't even say anything. And I was just like this. I was like, okay. And I was so uncomfortable. I kind of brushed it off. Like, okay, you know what? That was weird. But I'm going to just like ignore that. And then he came back maybe about 10, 15 minutes later and did it again. And I was like, oh, hell no. And I just got real weird and clammed up after that. After that, I got kind of cold towards him because I'm like, okay, you're clearly taking my nice personality or something else. So I'm going to just start being kind of mean to you or, you know, kind of cold to you. And then he started, like, getting really verbally abusive, got really fucking crazy. Oh he walked God. up on set and was like, fuck your movie, and literally left me with the last two days not filmed, which was very crucial to the movie. Like, literally, I couldn't even 
it's like it was so crucial to the movie, like the ending and the beginning of the movie that we didn't film yet. And we were going to get all that filmed in like the next two days. And like I said, it's like this epic castle location that we're renting and all these, these like resources that I can't just go back to New York and do. Yeah. So and it was a terrible situation. And then basically what happened, like I said, the dude had a wife and everything. So he didn't want her to know that he was a dog. On top of it, he would fuck a lot of the actresses he worked with. Um, it was very common that he would fuck a lot of the actresses he worked with. And he would talk openly about it. And Oh, Jesus. And, you know, I mean, like, he did. Like, you know, he's very open about it. I mean, because he's, like, in this small-ass fucking town making movies. I'm from New York. So to me, it's like I was impressed, but I wasn't that impressed. Yeah, you know? I mean, I'm yeah. Like, you know, but these girls are, like, in this small-ass nowhere town. So, you know, he's kind of, like, fucking these chicks like that. He has a wife and kids and all that type of stuff. So I get back to my Airbnb because um, at this point, I'm no longer at the house. I'm at an Airbnb when he quit the movie. I first thing at Airbnb. And because I didn't have my flight back to New York until maybe like days later. So I'm at the Airbnb and I'm like trying to figure out what I'm going to do. I'm like, okay, wait, like, how am I going to finish this movie? You know, what am I going to do? Um, and then he ends up sending me an email saying, oh, if you want your footage, because at this time he had my hard drive and all my footage on it. He's like, if you want your footage, you're going to have to sign, sign this contract. It's a weird fucking contract. I still have it. And the contract basically is, it's like definitely not legal. The contract saying like, oh, you have to promise not to tell my wife or anything oh, about what Christ. happened. I swear to God, if you want your footage, you can't tell anybody what happened. Boiler you can't say stuff. my name. You can't tell my wife. You, you, uh, you know, pretend like that never happened. Oh, and my. It was crazy. And I was like, what the fuck? And um, the whole reason he didn't finish my movie is because I didn't fuck his ass. Like, I wouldn't fuck him. I wouldn't touch him. And I, and I got angry about his advances. So he's like, you can't show anybody the emails. Because the dude was dumb enough, like, this, everything that he was telling me, like, oh, I want to fuck you for movies, or I want to put you in movies more, it all was, like, in emails, like, where he wrote it out, it was fucking pretty stupid, actually, but I guess he thought I wasn't going to share it, and I typically wouldn't, but it was the fact that he got nasty and rude yeah. and mean to me, I was just like, fuck you, dickhead, and, um, because basically, <laughs> what I had found out was that he was paying all the other actresses and stuff like that, on top of it, he never would make me a lead in his movies. Like, you know, no offense, but he would always make the white girls the leads of the movies. Yeah, like, he would yeah. always put them as the leads. And I'd be like, what about me? Like, why can't I be the leads of the movies and stuff like that? Like, he'd always have me some random bitch number five or tits out. And I'm like, how come I can't get a lead role and stuff like that? And so he was like, oh, well, if you want to get, like, lead roles in my next, like, three movies, you got to sign this contract. Uh, like, you know, it's not... It's like a weird contract. The contract is like, oh, you know, that you'll have relations with me and that type of shit. I'm like, dude, there's no way this is an actual contract. You know, like, that's they no exist? Way that's <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's weird. Like, you have all these fucking contracts. I'm like, dude, like, contracts on contracts. I'm like, I got to get me a lawyer for one of those contracts. Yeah, I'm like, what are these contracts? So I was, like, really heartbroken when he had sent me that, uh, like, this is before the whole him quitting the movie thing. Back when he had mentioned, like, fucking me to be in the movie and stuff like that, I was really upset. I'm like, damn, like, I've done all these movies for free. Like, I thought I had earned respect. And that's what I had learned. Like, there's no such thing as, like, earning respect. Yeah. Person either respects you or they don't. So I had learned that lesson. Um, so, wow. yeah, he wanted me to sign this contract thing. I wouldn't say anything if I wanted my footage. Now, at the moment, I was desperate. I was in Cali. I was like, I literally spent a month here of my life. I spent 50 grand on this movie. So I was like, fuck it, I need my footage. I mean, I'm not going to leave Cali without my fucking yeah. footage. You know what I mean? So I signed this weird bogus ass contract saying that I won't tell his wife that he's a creep. And um, he drove there that night and gave me my fucking hard drive. And I only had to go on a fucking crazy rat race and try to finish the movie with some friends of mine in New York. 
And it just was like it was it just it just ended up looking so damn bootleg. I just uh, couldn't do it. It was like not the same resource, not the same actors, and it was just like it, it wasn't the same quality that he was shooting, and it, it just was like all over the place. Plus, honestly, the script that he wrote was trash. <laughs> like it was a trash ass script. It just made no fucking sense. Like damn clown that eats skin, and then there's some old dude with a plague mask that runs that rules over the clown that eats flesh. It was the dumbest shit I ever fucking heard of in my damn life. Uh, <laughs> like, I, I'm, I'm keeping it real. Like, it's, I'm, I'm trashing it because it just sounds stupid as hell. It's like, there's a clown zombie that they dig from the ground, and this dude is an old Nazi dude. He got a mask on, a plague mask, and he eats people to stay alive, and the clown he raises from the dead to capture victims and shit. <laughs> Dumb as shit. I didn't write it. He wrote it, you know? And, oh, God. And, uh, so, I had that happen. The movie was trash, whatever, but I ended up needing to make my money back, so I just sold it to a distribution company, and, uh, but I told them they, not to distribute it in the States, because I'm like, I'm too damn embarrassed by this shit. And, um, one of the worst things that happened out the whole entire movie was that I had found out, remember I told you I gave him the whole budget of the film, uh, I found out that he didn't pay anybody. So he pocketed the money. Oh. So, yeah, so I had the, um, like, the, the PAs and the, the assistant director, whatever, like, hit me up on some, like, angry shit. And I was like, what the fuck I, what are you talking about? I paid you. Blah, blah, blah. Even with the actress check, and like, no. And then I hit the dude up. He's like, oh, no, that's your responsibility to pay them. I'm like, yeah, that's why I gave you the budget. So he literally just took my money, stole it, basically. Um, didn't really pay anybody. Wow. So I got paid, and I know it's such a long story, but basically that whole story taught me a very important lesson to control. Because like, if you think about it, I'm like, I literally let this dude control my thing to the point where I didn't even have my footage. I mean, like, I didn't have my footage. He was in control of everything, like, even down to the last penny. Even even in control of me yeah, being a grown-ass yeah. woman being able to go to the store yeah. or talk on the phone, you know? And I'm, yeah. I'm, and I was just, I was really young, like, like yeah, that's, 20 that's... years old, you know? And, um, Stormy, that's your movie. Write, write a movie about that. Dude, I mean, I have to, I guess. That's yeah. Because he, he all but kept, look, he locked you and the other girl and kept you captive, basically. Yeah. It was a common thing he would actually do, though. It's just that at the moment, we wouldn't think of it like that because he would kind of do this all the time. He would always fly actresses from out of town for these movies and, he would have this in like weird Airbnbs or, you know, in whatever places. And we would always rely on him for like the transportation. Like I said, he's, he's flying us from out of town and stuff and you're not paying us or some of the girls he's paying, but he's paying them very low. So no one who's going to go and spend money renting a car. And, yeah. You know, all that type of stuff. And, but he's keeping his financially like I am now, you know. Yeah, but no, no cell phone service and all that. He's that's, keeping you away from everything. I mean, yeah, that's literally that's isolation. That, it was terrible. Texas and chainsaw was in shit. The middle of nowhere, yeah. you couldn't even walk to the store. Like you yeah. couldn't. It's stupid. I would never put myself in that situation now. But this is this this is why I have a special place in my heart for people who take advantage of people who are really desperate to make it in something because. It, do, it clouds your judgment. You know what I mean? He's so damn hungry to be in a movie. He's so damn hungry yeah, yeah. to do something that you let it cloud your judgment. And you're like, oh my God, I want to be in a movie so bad. And you think that this is the stuff that you have to do to get ahead. And 
looking back, it was like so stupid. Like I'm like, dude, I was able to go and get an investor by myself wow. at that age. Like I was, able, I could have done that myself, but I was like, no, he knows how to make the movie. He knows how to do it right. Cause he was telling me all this info and I don't regret the experience because he is the one who taught me about distributors. He is the one that taught me about how to get your movie out there, how to like all the technical things you have to follow. I did learn a lot from him. But he gave me really terrible experiences. (laughs) But that's why Shark was so important to me because Shark happened immediately after. And um, right when I started making Shark, I reached out to Damon Dash because I was like, yo, I'm making this movie. And, you know, I heard you really, you know, you like help a lot of up and coming people who make films. And, you know, he's a cool guy. We're cool. We're friends and all that. But. As soon as I had a feeling that he was trying to kind of control myself a little bit too much, uh, I was like, fuck it, I'm doing it myself. And that's why I ended up doing it myself completely because I was like, oh, you're trying, you're trying to control myself a little bit too much, in my opinion. And I got a little too scared. People were trying to take my stuff and, you know, take too much control over my project. Yeah. So that's why I was like, fuck it, I'm going to do it myself. Even though it took me like almost two years to get this done, I'm like happy that I did it. It's mine. Yep, you feel me? Yep. So. Oh, yeah. 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 Congratulations. That's fantastic. That's so I'm a, sorry for that long ass story, but it's pretty no, epic. Of that's a hell of a story. That's a wild story. That, that really is a movie. That's your next horror movie right there. That's. What's funny is that's what we were making. We were making a horror movie. Yeah. And I feel like I was actually living it because we were just well, yeah. yeah. I mean, you literally could create the movie based on true events. Yeah, there you go. Those are always it was it was insane. Yeah, and I think he's a very mean person. And no, he's very mean. You didn't drop his was, name, did you? No, I didn't drop the name. I okay, mean, I like you know, honestly, like there's, I, I'm like I said, like ain't nobody gonna fuck with me at this point. Like you know, and I could say his name. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I guess I don't it. just because. <laughs> <laughs> no. You know, I don't drop, I don't name drop anybody. No, in general, no. Just because I'm like, fuck them. But, yeah, I agree. Fuck them. You can always email me. Um, <laughs> but he's still making movies. I see, his, I see his movies all the time, posted up, advertised on my social media. Oh, I really want to know who it is now. <laughs> Shit. It's, yeah, I mean, he's still making movies, and um, end of the day, like. He's not the first one that was like that. Like you know, when I, like I said when I got into acting, I had an eye opener. And one thing that a lot of actors and musicians don't understand is that there's this thing called the fake industry, yeah. and it's it's so big. Like the fake industry is huge. The actual real industry is like this big. The fake industry is humongous. Yeah. And the problem with most people is they stay in the fake industry. And they never make it to the real industry because they get they get so clouded up with false information of how things work. And um, that's what had happened to me. At first, you know, I got into it and I was like, oh, great. This is the real industry. He's making movies. But then it's like, no, no, no. It's not how things really work. You know, now I'm a SAG actress. Everything is legit. I have an agent. You have to run anything to my agent and my manager. Like, I'm SAG protected. So if you do anything, you're on set. You know, you're going to SAG come for you. And since I've been in the real industry, since I'm in movies like Hustlers, all the Netflix productions I've been in, I've had nothing but respect. I've got people, they treat me nice. They talk to me nice. They make sure I'm warm. They make sure I'm comfortable. make sure I'm fed. Like, no one's ever disrespecting me. Directors are not mean to me. So, you know, being in the fake industry, thinking, oh, this is how, this is, this is how it is. Like, people pulling their dicks down, people being weird. Like, a lot of that's not the real industry. A lot right. of that's that other shit that's Bullshit. around it. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, there's always predators. Um, that's the problem. Yeah, 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 that's the problem. Um, yeah. Stormy, we've uh, we've had you on for a while, dear. We've gotten some great stories. 
Sorry. No, 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 no. We said no. they're great. No, well, they're great. We, we we love hearing it. Um, I, I don't know. You know, we don't want to keep you on this long. I mean, but no, I no, did. No. I got my we, story out. Yeah, but, my exclusive uh, pervert. Per, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, we greatly appreciate having you. Um, one thing I want to... You meant to say you don't want to have her on this long if she has other things to do. Oh, that's you, true, you too. You said, I don't want to... We don't want to keep you on this long. You meant to say, if you if have If you other have other things to do. <laughs> I'm sorry, I am drinking. No, that's fine. I don't care. Um, no, I, I'm, I'm cool. I just want to tell you my whole story, but, you know... No, that was that was, that was a great a story. story. You, yeah, I mean, yeah. that you should... Like I said, that should be your horror movie based on true events. I might do that, you know, but I might exaggerate it. Well, yeah, you're going to have to change things up. Artistic Um, license. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And you know what? You lived it, so you can do whatever you want with the story. And I'll tell you what, if you need two people to be killed, we'll do it for free. Oh, wow, okay. Wait, wait, wait. Are we we hitting that now? Let me get my shovel. No, I meant... You know, it's funny, like, after that experience... I'll gladly play a victim in the movie. Oh, yeah. He scarred me because what's what's funny is I was like a screen queen. Like when I was working with him, I was doing nothing but horror movies back to back, and um, I was even going into producing horror movies. And after that experience, like I've gone a whole different direction. So now everything I make is more culture based and music based, and um, I'm really big into my art manifest things. So that's even why my music and the movies and stuff, I choose to, to stay more in the positive lane just because I'm really big on manifestation and, you know, it, things kind of come to life. So, and in that movie, kind of that's what the movie kind of was about. And we were kind of, you know, the movie's about this girl kind of being captured in this weird house with these weird motherfuckers trying to, like, eat her and shit. And then it, it's kind of like you, I kind of manifested it in a way. So yeah, now yeah. I kind of manifest things I want. I got gotcha. you. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I still yeah. would, I would still play a victim for you. <laughs> <laughs> well thank you i mean more likely to be in my next music video but you might might get some backlash but it is what it is please like, bring it bring it we'll yeah, it. yeah the backlash we get on our own show is yeah, i can handle it i got broad shoulders we thrive on it hey i mean i'm starting to thrive off of it too it's it's keeping me uh keeping me relevant so yeah 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 hey as long as people are talking that's all that matters Exactly. Yeah, I mean, you see like, the followers. Clearly, people care about what I do. Clearly, I'm doing something right. So. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. 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 Dear, it's it's been a pleasure to have you been, back yeah, on. A lot of Thank fun. You. Thank you so much um, for coming back you know, on. You post it on YouTube or whatever. I'll like put a little clip on my Instagram and yeah. Like I got these crazy guys. I still have my shirt too, by the way. Do you? Always, yeah. Good. Yeah. I'm well, sleep. Well, here's a question: Would you be interested in something else? What do you need something else? We, I could send you, oh, maybe a bikini or... A bikini? A bikini. You want to see what it? What does it look like? Hold on. Hold on. He'll model it. <laughs> Let me go put it on for you. <laughs> Did it say happy hour, happy ending? I mean, happy ending on it. Um, yeah, it, uh, it has the logo on both uh, the top and the bottom. Hang on. I'm trying to get to the good picture here. Um, oh, your picture. Okay. Yeah, well, it's a it's a picture of my wife wearing hers. Oh, your wife wearing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she has. Well, she kindly modeled her, and we had some friends model for us. Uh, her and a couple oh, other friends. Oh, so, I'm curious to see it. Let's see. Okay. Um, this is maybe. Let me let me click close up. Woo! Oh, your wife is black. Yes, she is, dear. 
That's hilarious. Why is that funny? <laughs> Why is that funny? You didn't tell me you were down with the cause. Well, I, but don't you have to use that's. I, I mean, that doesn't. You don't, yeah. do you have to be married to be part of it. I've been married for twenty four years. Oh, that's fire! I didn't know you were down with the cause. All right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you went to barbecue then. Okay. You oh, the barbecue. I, I have the barbecues, dear. <laughs> They're at my house. Those barbecues. You like this fire. Fuck shit. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. He's like, I got me a black chick. Black don't crack. That's right. <laughs> oh, this is the best reaction. That's great. So anyway, if you would like one of those bikinis, I could send you one. Yeah, it's one of my color options. Uh, uh purple, I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, what color do you like? I like purple. I don't give a fuck. Well, because it's reversible. Yeah. It's purple one side, black on the other. Really? Yes. It's reversible. I like, I like the purple. Purple's fire. Okay. Um, Do you sell them, or it's just like I, we we I sell them, but for guests, we like to I like we like to th use them to thank. We do sell them. Yes. Okay. Okay. No, it's fire. I like bikinis. Like I hate people. Like no offense. I hate people like to me big ass hoodies and shit. Like. I'm just like, when the fuck am I going to wear this in an Instagram picture? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like oh, I'm missing you a big ass hoodie. Yeah. Or, you know, or like a baseball cap. Like, don't like I can fit a baseball cap on my head. Like, <laughs> 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 can you put me some random shit? Can you present me some, like, big ass, like, jackets and big fucking sweatpants? Yeah. Like, the fuck? So I like when people have thought shit. Like I think that's uh, thought shit. Cool. Well, I'll tell you what. That's going to be our next clothing line. Happy Ending Bajo presents thought shit. <laughs> oh my god, it would actually sell. So. Yeah, well, maybe that's what we should just call it. That, hashtag thought shit. Hashtag thought shit. Um, it's us two my next it. song. There you go. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Knowing me, who knows? Like, I, who fucking knows? Well, I'll say. You, you have to take a bikini. Give me the smallest one you got. Seriously? You want a small? <laughs> it froze on your face. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, because, like, it, it, it looks better. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You, you will, yes. Yeah, yeah, I agree. <laughs> I'll send right. you. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, it looks better. And my new ass didn't come in yet, so it's cool. I can fit the small, extra small. All right. Small. I'll, as small as you can get it. I'll see what we have. You'll have to email me your new uh, address. It's in Canada, so be prepared to pay $20 shipping, but it's worth it because, you know. I got the hookup. Don't worry about that. <laughs> hookup. You said hookup. I got the hookup. <laughs> trust me, it should be fucking. I just paid, today I paid $120 fucking duty. I got a package on the internet that was 100 and something dollars, like some clothes, and I had to pay, today UPS delivered it. They're like, oh, you owe us fucking $120. Duties. I'm like, the fuck? So, is Canada different from the rest of the world? Because we've been sending stuff to Germany, England, and Russia without a problem. I don't get the issue with everything. Like, I order a lot of... It depends. That's UPS. That's yeah. UPS. Okay. Um, yeah, when I get things regular postal, yeah. or when I get things FedEx and shit, it's normal. Like, Amazon, normal. But fucking UPS, they be tripping. Like, oh, you owe us $30, $40. I'm like, the fuck? Yeah, there so, might not be any UPS uh, warehouses in in Canada? In certain regions, at least. I don't know. No, UPS tried, UPS raped me. Okay, I'll show you the box. Look, look at this little ass box. Let me show you this. This is the box I paid $120 duty on today. What? 
120 bucks, I pay duty for this. I'd call UPS and tell them they owe you money. You know, honestly, I wasn't going to pay it. I got an email saying, oh, we need you to pay duties, right? I was like, fuck y'all bitches. And then they came to my door today, boom, boom, boom. I'm like, oh, hey, like we have your package. And I was like, okay, great. They're like, oh, you got to pay us. Pull out the fucking credit card machine. I was like, what if I don't pay it? He's like, oh, then you're not going to get your package. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. He's like, so what do you do? Like, people don't have the money. Oh, we come back the next day and then a third time. And if they don't have it, we send the fuck back. I'm like, what the hell? So I thought that was crazy. Wow. But, yeah. That is insane. Yeah, we have a... I was like... I don't care. I'm like, just something that was for the items. Like, yes. You know what it is. Yeah. It's got to be UPS because you sent something to Canada before. Yeah, we did send something. Yeah, I did stuff all the time, but that was the first time I experienced. I mean, I don't think I get UPS anything. Everything else is like Priority. whatever the fuck Amazon uses mm. and um, FedEx and postal service. If you just use regular postal service, but if it's one of those things where like you're not the one sending it, if like a company sending it, like mm. whatever. I'm not worried about this shit. I'll just pay the fucking duty. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not tripping. Fuck it. Like <laughs> she's great. I love her. I know. Awesome, I'll tell you what, if you um. So I'll email you the link to the site if you want to look at the clothing. Okay. Okay. Uh, send it to me. Yeah, just so you can check it out, and then you can email me your address, and I'll make sure you okay, get. Okay, just don't fucking don't put my my address on Reddit because okay, those people are fucking weird. I get a phone call. Almost every goddamn day. I don't do that shit. You, wait, wait. You gave me your Georgia address last year, and I had your phone number. And I never posted any of that stuff. Well, how do I know? I've been getting phone calls. I get phone calls almost every single day. I'm not, dear, I won't do that. We're not Yesterday, I had a dude call me, and he was, like, from Maryland, and he was like, you're fucking sexy. And then he hangs up, and (laughs) I get that shit all the time. Hey, what's his number? Put him on blast. Yeah, give us his number. We'll call him up. <laughs> my boyfriend actually did that. Um, my boyfriend called him like four different times and like pranked him <laughs> with like Google numbers and was like, "Why are you calling old ladies? You're old lady fucker!" And like he was going in. Like, <laughs> yeah. So. No, no, I, 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 yeah, I would never do that. That, that's not to anybody who's being as kind as you are oh, to come on our show. Yeah. I would never sell them out like that in any way. I don't know who the fuck. I don't know who the fuck did it. To be honest, yeah, it was it was him. <laughs> I also had to delete my fucking. Um, I had to delete my fucking. What do you call that iPhone account? What do you call that shit? Fucking. What's the account you I had to delete? That someone hacked my shit. The like, iCloud. iCloud. But what's the thing that iCloud connected to? The actual iTunes. account. iTunes. <laughs> what is? I don't, I don't Apple ID. Apple ID. Oh, okay, yeah. We're Android, sorry. Oh. Mm. We don't have yeah, that so problem. We don't have people Android. hacking us, though. Yeah. Oh, well. And the camera's I think, I think a thousand iPhone times better. Yeah, well, my iCloud has nothing in it, so I don't put anything. I don't use iCloud. I also, yeah. I don't use any of that shit. Like, I can't. I, I get, I'll get hacked. Like, people try to hack me every day, so. Jesus. They're not gonna find anything, and honestly, I don't see why they would want to hack me. Because if you want to see my news, you can just fucking Google them. Well, so. that's what I was gonna say. You're, every, I mean, you still have the OnlyFans. Yeah, of course. Well, then what the fuck are they trying to hack you for? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe they're trying to find like, because I don't do porn. You know what I mean? So maybe they think I'm gonna have a video of me they're sucking dick. But see, I don't, I don't do that. I don't film videos of that shit. Like, I'm gonna tell you, I've been in the modeling industry since I was 16, and like. 
I've been I've been too I've been paranoid about that shit. Like ever since I was like a teenager, I've been paranoid about that shit because even then I was starting to get popular. So I'm real. I don't I don't as freaky as I am. I don't do that because I'm like nah, that's too valuable. <laughs> I understand that. I mean, yeah. You feel me? Like even you know what I mean? I'm like nah, 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 because. Like, I'm the kind of person that someone would love to get that footage. Yeah, like, yeah. Jennifer Lawrence <laughs> found out the hard way. Yeah, fuck that shit. That didn't, that, that's embarrassing. I'm good. Like, I'm I'm good. And I'm not getting fucking paid off of it. Like, fuck yeah, that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, yeah. But anyway, thank you, guys. You're I welcome. You. Thank I'm you. glad you're down with the cause. I'm glad you're out here making a bunch of black kids. Thank you. Um, You know, and... I appreciate that. Appreciate it. You out here, um, possibly doing the, doing the part. I'm glad you're making white nationalists angry. That's what I thrive to do. Oh so man, I'm happy you, you gotta listen to some of our recent episodes, then. <laughs> <laughs> man, we attack those little peckerless bastards constantly. I'm glad that you're out here angering them. You know, you know that's one thing they hate the most. You fucking up the bloodline. You know they hate that shit. So yeah, thank you for. You know, fucking up the bloodline and all that shit. Oh, my you know? pleasure. I, 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 you were saying earlier. I forget about the, the uh, black women or black men were saying about they don't want dark skinned they, women. Well, black, well, black men don't like black women with white men. At all. Oh, I know that. Oh, trust me, I know that. I've been dating my wife since high school. That. I know yeah, you know that. but no, um, I mean, you were talking earlier about the black men not wanting a dark man, a, a dark woman. Yes, yeah. and I'm sure your woman probably had the conversation with you. So she what? That's the debate. Is like a lot of black men will say like they don't want darkies, dark. Yeah, darkies, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dark, yeah. No, 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 oh, um, I don't, I don't discriminate. I don't. Doesn't bother it's me. It's never like that. The white yeah. dudes that date black chicks always like the dark skinned black chicks. They I, like black chicks. I, like, they mostly like dark skinned. I chicks. just and like chicks. <laughs> but, you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like, you don't get angry because, I don't like, care what color. a dark skinned black woman will always hear, like, black women saying they don't want a dark skinned black woman. But then, as soon as they go to maybe a white dude, yeah. and I say, oh, you're sexy, then they get angry. Yeah, like, yeah, it's like yeah. A whole hot mess. Like, if she's green I'm and good looking, yeah. I'm all right. That's how I feel, you know? I yeah. feel like, you know, like, you know, I think black women are fucking beautiful as fuck. Like, I don't understand how you could talk shit about that, I but yeah. I don't know. Yeah. We have a lot of, we have a lot of problems in our community we have to fix. A lot of it, it's like, you know, well, it's not it's just your community. It, it, mm-hmm. It's, it's the human, it's humans in general have a lot of problems. Um, they do. They do. You know, everybody's too. <laughs> you know, I don't understand a lot of other, because yeah. I can only really speak from the culture I'm from yeah. and what I grew up seeing. So I just know that a lot of it's just mental slavery. You know, you're brought up being told that this is what beautiful is. So I can't get too mad at people for like, you know, regurgitating the bullshit they hear growing up because it's kind of like, it's something we as a community have to get over. You know, my yeah. grandmother is dark skin, but she's a colorist. You know what I'm saying? Like she favors light skin and all that type of stuff, even though she's a dark skin, black woman, whatever. And uh, it's just a mental thing that we have to get over yeah. as a people. And, um, yep. I... I agree with you. Um, we but are we anyway. are some species. Yes. <laughs> anyway, so. have a good night. Enjoy yourself. Thank you, dear. Take care. <laughs> we hope to talk to you soon. Good luck with everything, ladies and gentlemen. The beautiful Stormy Maya, folks. I'm glad you said my name right. Everybody else can fucking say my shit crazy. So really? Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm like, it's, 
honey, um, they be calling me Stormy. What do they mostly call me? Um, Maya. They always say Maya. Like, who the fuck is Maya? Who the hell have you ever met named Maya? <laughs> Wait, <Anyway. laughs> Isn't that a condiment? Uh, yeah. yeah. Whoa, she, oh, she's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's the end, folks. That was sudden. That was. <laughs> I hope her phone died or something is what happened. All right. Well, I guess we're going to end this. Uh, yes. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that was Story Maya. <laughs> we pronounced her name right. That's she uh, uh, agreed and then said. You probably Bob, said fuck off. Bob didn't like the mayo or she didn't like Bob's mayo. <laughs> what did you shoot it? Oh my God. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been a, a, a long, happy ending pod show. Yeah, but it, was great. it was a good one. We got a lot today. Stormy's amazing, and wish her luck with everything. Absolutely. Thank you guys for listening. Have a good night. Holy shit. Daddy, can I have $300? Please? I got daddy issues. I got daddy issues. I got daddy issues. I need a daddy. I got daddy issues. I got daddy issues. I got daddy issues. I need a daddy. I need a daddy. I've been a baddie. At the third base, I'm going baddie. As a pussy round, it can get catty. Jealous type, don't need to get chatty. Need an older man, 35 and over. Ain't employed, he half owner. Ain't in J's, a rock dipping in loafers. No payments, paid off the Range Rover. Swear my tongue game, got a motor. Tip hitting the back of my molar. He ready for the ring and the stroller. Real man, so I'ma be his soldier. I got daddy issues. I got daddy issues. I got daddy issues. I need a daddy. I got daddy issues. I got daddy issues. I got daddy issues. I need a daddy. I let him think. He in charge. I'ma keep him around. Cause the willy is large. Got me hitting no. Yeah. <laughs>